Hey guys, and welcome to Blockchain Camp. My name is Richard Green, and I'm your host, and I'm one of the digital asset educators at Blockchain Camp. Today is January the 11th, 2019. I think I need to be doing some live streaming instead of doing these podcasts, maybe. Just because there's such a delay, guys, and I do apologize. Bitcoin is currently trading at 3700 we rallied to 4100 uh, The price could not hold that $4,000 mark, and we saw Bitcoin bears come back into the market and do what they do best. And what they did was bring the prices down. Shorts came into the market. Longs got wrecked. And now there's some sideways action. Uh, I think it's safe to say we might just be heading down to 3000 But this is crypto. Uh, I don't really like price predictions. But based on where we headed uh, before to $3,200 uh, per Bitcoin, we should possibly see a retest of 32 if not 3000 And we'll see from there uh, where, the, where Bitcoin will head if we'll break the 200-day moving average or not. We'll see. In today's uh, podcast, guys, I'd like to take a look at um, over-the-counter trading. It's uh, it's something that's you know really caught my attention, and the for the foredrop of what's happening in the market. There's a lot of uncertainty in in the economy. We know about the government shutdown in the U.S. There's geopolitical risks that we're seeing popping up. Articles not we're not sure if they're accurate or not about Russia adopting Bitcoin and China dumping their US dollars to buy gold. There's a lot of things that are taking place in the market that has an impact on Bitcoin and of course on our economy and of course on the stock market. And you know, just as a side note guys, I think that we should look to have a diverse portfolio. All roads point to precious metals as being a really good hedge in time of uncertainty traditionally over the past a few hundred years and I think we might see that trend continue so I would encourage you to look at your portfolio uh, re-examine some of your equity exposure uh, make sure you have some gold silver and of course some of that Bitcoin that crypto asset as uh, some more sophisticated investors like yourself are starting to invest in the crypto market okay guys uh, the OTC trading uh, market and the landscape. We've touched on this briefly um, in past podcasts, but basically over-the-counter trading, aka OTC trading, uh, simply allows buyers and sellers to do uh, transactions off of an exchange. So this could be using a broker um, in a backroom trade or simply a phone call or email uh, to make a trade happen in usually a large <clears throat> a large quantity. We're talking like a $10 million block, $50 million block, $500 million block of crypto being purchased at once. Now you might be wondering why would anyone be buying such a large amount of Bitcoin and why would they need this sort of um, arrangement to have this OC, OTC market? Well, they need this sort of arrangement because the exchanges can't manage that volume. Um, but one more importantly is that it's not dependent upon a, a fixed market spot price, so to speak. Uh, usually OTC trades are negotiated either at a premium 
or the discount because it's offering a really good way to conduct a large transaction without the headache of having what's known as slippage. And slippage is simply when the order books begin to fall in price relative to your target price that you're looking to acquire when you are doing a trade, whether it's a sell price or a buy price. And slippage can account for up to 20 to 40% losses depending on how big your transactions are. And of course, the liquidity of that particular crypto asset. So as I mentioned before, you might be wondering who will be buying these large amounts. And well, the truth is that these are institutional players, right? And um, we mentioned about Circle previously, uh, a project that is funded by none other than Goldman Sachs. And we saw them report 10,000 trades in 2018. And even though 10,000 trades may not sound like, sound like a lot of, you know, money being going back and forth, given that Visa does millions of transactions and there's millions of transactions on uh, equities, on the equity market, these 10,000 trades represent $24 billion across 36 different crypto assets, representing 600 different institutions. And so, when you start to put into context the amount of money that is being moved on these OTC markets, it is said that volume daily uh, is up to $12 billion globally. And currently, for the first time, there is a shift in the amount of buyers versus sellers on the OTC market. There is reported to be 60% buyers and 40% sellers, which is a good short-term um, indicator of a possible movement back into a bullish sentiment. Now, some other pros is that um, as an institution, since you're not affecting the market prices on the exchange, which is often the prices that is reflected on websites like CoinMarketCap, um, because it's not directly on the exchange, this allows institutions to accumulate without really spooking the market. So say, for example, you are a large bank and you want to buy a lot of crypto, but you don't want the price to necessarily pump and um, you just want to lock in a lot of uh, crypto for a fixed price, you would go on to these OTC exchanges, work with one of the brokers. Some of the brokers out there include uh, Strategy, Octagon, Genesis Trading, I mentioned Circle. Uh, there are quite a few popping up and these are going to, these are essentially the whales of the market right the the traders that trade on the OTC market you may think that you see big big orders on Coinbase or on Binance the traders that are on these OTC markets are the are the ones that really move the market but obviously those same quote unquote whales will then bring their tokens or bring their coins back onto an exchange at some point so what happens when they do this now think about this, they're buying at a fixed price and they're coming onto a market that has what we established to be an order book, which gives you the, um, the buy volume of actual orders that are going after a particular cryptocurrency. So in the case of Bitcoin, um, if you guys were to go onto a website that I really love, it's called coinmarketbook.cc. It gives you an idea of the actual money that are that is being deployed as a trade on the order book and it shows the buy support. And right now for Bitcoin, the buy support is about $191 million. 
Now that's very important to note because the overall market cap of Bitcoin is 64 billion US. So we can see that the buy support can be a much stronger indicator of this uh, hold, uh, this assets, um, this assets worth. And so when you start to actually look at some of these altcoins and the order books, some of them don't even have uh, $100,000 on their books, meaning that it has a very poor buy support. So again, these, these are a result of a very infant market, ones that one that doesn't have a high degree of liquidity. And so when an institutional buyer brings over their tokens onto or coins onto a um, exchange, what we can see is a major price fluctuation because now it's hitting these buy support and it's just not as large as the initial purchase. So that being said, one could easily buy on the OTC, sell in the market and keep the price low for a prolonged period of time. And I'm not trying to say this will happen or um, is going to be a fact, but I'm saying that it can happen and it might have already been taking place. There's no real way to really track a specific um, person on OTC back to an exchange and then point a finger and say that, that's the reason for the price uh, manipulation or control. Um, but there are many other factors that, that impact price, such as um, wash trading or futures contracts or simply FUD and um, order book spoofing, um, which we can go into another podcast. So guys, I just wanted to bring your attention to OTC trading um, to recognize that it has had a 50% increase year over year over the past year. And as these institutions come into the market and secure their positions, I don't think it's far-fetched to think that they will continue to try to suppress the prices so that they can accumulate um, for a long-term investment perspective. And now, I just want to encourage you guys, as the price moves, and it's been a lot of uh, rapid fluctuations from 3200 to 4100 now back to 3700 in Bitcoin um, I personally think that we're gonna retest 3000 and possibly see a target of as low as $2,400-$2,500 in Bitcoin don't quote me on that but um, I have fiat on the side which you should as well as you dollar cost average into your positions um, over the long term and remember keep in mind your fundamental reasons for investing in a project ask yourself are there uh, unique selling proposition executing um, leveraging the benefits of blockchain or can this be done without blockchain? And also look at their team, look at their track record, look at their community, look at their buy support. Again, a very, very strong indicator of um, whether or not a coin is getting traction. Coinmarketbook.cc, they're not sponsoring this podcast. They should be though. I think it's an exceptional tool and I think you guys should check it out. And uh, you can thank me later. Uh, guys, this has been Richard Green. For Blockchain Camp, giving you another episode, we've been talking about OTC trading, pros and cons, and I hope you learned something from this. If you have, please tune in, uh, subscribe to this podcast, and we hope to see you soon at Blockchain Camp. Talk to you guys soon, and uh, we're out of here. Bye for now.